back to Tea and Teachings. This is episode two, the five self-love languages. I'm your host, Jess Tarunan. Let's get straight into today's teachings. Now, I am a self-love advocate. I talk about self-love all the time. So if you're hanging around on Tea and Teachings, get used to it. This is definitely not the last I'm going to talk about it. Self-love looks different for everybody and it's definitely not just a face mask and a bath. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there saying, yep, I see you talking about it or anyone else for that matter, but I don't even know where to start. So I'm hoping that this episode will help you understand a little bit more about self-love and how in-depth it actually is. So here we go. Let's break it down. Now, going back to the topic of today's episode, the five self-love languages, most people have heard of the five love languages. This is based on the book by Gary Chapman. And the concept is that there are five ways that every human gives and receives love. They are physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and the giving and receiving of gifts. Now, just to break each one down a little, the physical touches in romantic relationships are the hand holders. They love a bit of a public display of affection. They're super cuddly. In platonic relationships, they're the people who will touch your arm in conversation They'll put their arm around you and they'll have a little less acknowledgement of personal space. Now, our quality timers are the ones who value people's time and will feel detached and neglected when you don't spend as much time with them. So they're probably the ones that come off as being a little more needy. Our words of affirmation types are the complimenters. They love to encourage you both verbally and written, and they're probably going to write notes and letters to show their affection any way that they can use their words to affirm their love. Acts of service types are the people who will bring you a home-cooked meal when you're sick or will offer to do things for you. So if you're moving, they're the ones that are like, hey, I, I can help you, like blah, blah, blah. They love to help you out. And our giving and receiving of gifts types are probably the most misunderstood of the love languages. It's not necessarily the the gift itself or the value of the gift. It's actually the act of giving and receiving. So even children will have this love language and um, a child with this love language, you will know that um, they have it because they're happy to gift things to adults uh, or other kids. You know, they're happy to gift things away. Most kids are generally happy to receive things Um, But a child with this love language will gift you their toys and things that they love because they get a better feeling from giving it to someone else than they do to keep it for themselves. Now, we actually all love in all five ways, but generally we have one to two primary love languages. So to find out what your primary love languages are, you can do an online quiz and I will link the description um, I will link in the description the quiz so that you can do it. And it's a great tool to have to find out how you and the people around you give and receive love. So definitely have your significant other, your friends, your family, have them all do this test so you can find out how they love to give and receive love. 
I'm a physical touch and quality time lover. So every time I do the quiz, um, my results vary ever so slightly, but generally I go back and forth within a couple of percentages of being physical touch and quality time. So for me, I really love to spend time with the people I love and I love to be physically affectionate. So obviously this is not just in romantic situations, but um, touching people when I'm talking, giving my friends cuddles, holding hands with my children. I love to do those things. But I receive love like this too. So back tickles, playing with my hair, holding hands, and even just resting a hand on my leg at the table are key ways to make me feel loved. Uh, With quality time as my secondary love language, I find that I feel guilty when I haven't seen my friends in a while or made an effort to sit with my kids and talk to them in depth or had a really good, great conversation with my significant other for the day. Again, I receive love in this way. So people taking time out of their busy schedule to be with me is really special to me. And when I don't get to see people, I start to feel lonely and like my relationships are struggling. So as you can imagine, with having those two love languages, COVID has been pretty rough. Um, And anyone with those two love languages especially will find that this year has been pretty wild for them. But um, I'm on the Gold Coast and my family is in Sydney. So I haven't seen my mum for a year this month. And my brothers and sisters and extended family, it's been even longer. So considering that I usually see them every three months or around about, I've been feeling really emotional about COVID because, you know, quality time and physical touch, you know, FaceTime just doesn't cut it. Um, I'm certainly not able to give or receive those kinds of love from them right now. So looking at the love languages, you can begin to understand now why relationships where people have different love languages can become strained because you're each giving love in the same way you'd like to receive it. But that isn't necessarily how the other person wants to be loved. If you're an words of affirmation type and the other person is a gifts you know, receiving and giving of gifts type, you're going to keep telling them beautiful things. And while I'm sure they appreciate it, they're going to wonder why you never buy them anything. But on the flip side, they're going to keep giving you things and you're going to keep wondering why the hell they can't just tell you how much they appreciate and love you in words. And the same absolutely goes for self-love. Self-love is something I'm really passionate about, especially since becoming single at the beginning of the year. I got really sick of flaky guys who didn't really want to date me, just really only wanted to sleep with me, and I decided to start dating myself. Now, for someone who openly admits to being quite self-conscious, this was and sometimes still is quite intimidating. Eating alone in restaurants and cafes definitely felt a little weird at first, but I can assure you no one is looking at you like they think they are, uh, like you think they are, sorry. Um, In fact, most people are generally more worried about themselves, so you don't really have to worry about that. If you go to the movies alone, it feels a bit weird, but in the dark, there's no one there to judge you and you can laugh and cry as loud as you like. And going for a walk on the beach is actually really quiet and peaceful. You can walk at whatever pace you like, listen to whatever playlist or podcast you like. Hopefully it's tea and teachings. And you can stop to feel the water or have a swim whenever you like to. 
I really wanted to learn to love myself so that it would take the pressure off trying to find someone to love me to fill a loneliness void. And I think that's a very common misconception that people have about finding love. Generally, it's not really about finding love. It's not really about having someone else in your life um, you know, to, to enhance the life you have. It's about filling a loneliness void, which is a dangerous place to be. So if we give and receive love from other people in five different ways that are unique to each one of us, then wouldn't the way we love ourselves be influenced by those things too? Now, doing a face mask and having a bath are probably the most stereotypical self-love actions, and they are great if physical touch is your love language. I'm sure you'd enjoy it either way, but if you're a words of affirmation type, then you're not really going to feel loved by doing those things. When you're focusing on self-love, you should be focused on doing the things with yourself that you would like someone else to do for you to show you they love you, or that you would do for someone else to show them you love them. For example, if you are a words of affirmation type, you might write yourself a beautiful letter. You could even write affirmations on small pieces of paper and pull them out of a jar each time you need some self-love. If you are a gifts type, you could buy yourself a treat each time you need some self-love. Maybe keep a small amount of money aside each week from your budget to buy yourself something regularly. If you're an acts of service type, you might make yourself a meal and make it romantic. Light some candles, set the table and enjoy your dinner alone. When I decided to start dating myself, I started to think about what things I'd like to do with a partner that I could do alone. And then I started asking myself, what is it about these things that I enjoy and why? So if I was to be asked out on a date to the cinema, I would panic because the cinema really is not my jam because it doesn't feel like quality time to me. But I love a beach walk and I love a coffee date because I can engage in meaningful conversation and I can see the person that I'm with. And if it leads to some physical touch, then so be it. I started to plan out more things to do and for me that included bath time and face masks because I am a physical touch and quality time type. I like those things because I feel connected and physical. So I started thinking about loving myself the same way I like to be loved by somebody else. For me, this meant withdrawing a little bit from my social life. And yes, that definitely means sacrificing some of the quality time that I spend with my friends. And yes, it also carried some guilt with it. But I understand that loving myself is just as important as spending that quality time with my friends. It meant that I needed to spend time alone, quality time with myself. That meant going to breakfast and dining in alone. Netflix and chill all by myself with no phone in sight. Spending time in silence, reading or meditating, beach walking, you guessed it, just me, myself and I. It also meant that I needed to focus on physical affection on my own too. Yes, I certainly indulge in masturbation. And you will hear me talk about normalizing self-sex a lot on this podcast. It is most definitely a physical touch self-love act. But 
what I'm talking about isn't necessarily just about masturbating. It also encounters non-sexual physical encounters with yourself. So self-massage or even going to get a massage and just paying attention to being really present and not letting my mind wander. Face masks or getting a facial. Moisturizing my body, paying attention to each and every body part and slowly rubbing the cream in until it's been completely absorbed by my skin. Washing and blow drying my hair, even showering. Now, none of these things necessarily are sexual. The key in any of these self-love acts is being mindful, staying present, being in the moment. The same way you would want to be present and in the moment if you were doing those things with a significant other. Now, as I said, for me, these things are completely non-sexual, but filled with self-love. Sometimes I need to receive love from myself in other ways too. Sometimes I need words of affirmation. As I said, we love in all five languages. So on those times, I'll look in the mirror and tell myself how proud I am of the woman I'm becoming. At first, I did not believe a word I said, and I felt like a bit of a dickhead if I'm honest. But after a while, it grows on you. You need to realize that there isn't always going to be someone to love you. I know that sounds harsh, but let's be honest, there isn't always going to be a significant other. People aren't always going to love you the way you want to be loved because they're too busy loving you the way they want to be loved. So you need to be able to love yourself first. It's not about loving yourself so much that you don't need someone else. That's bullshit. I believe we will always crave human connection, affection and love. It's about learning to fill your own cup first and then filling others from the overflow. When you love yourself first, you don't need validation from others because you can clap for yourself. You don't need someone to be proud of you because you can be proud of yourself. And if you want to be really frank, you don't even need someone to fuck you because you can do that yourself too. And when you can make yourself come with nothing but self-love and whatever tools you decide to get involved, you become more selective about who else gets to enjoy that part of you. Then, when someone comes along who really deserves it, you'll be able to enjoy the fruits of sex with them in a completely different way. And so now you can see how self-love and self-care are so much more than a face mask and a bath. Self-love should be at the root of everything you do. I will most definitely dive further into self-love in future podcasts. But the love languages seemed like the best place to start because it enables you to decide how to self-love. How do you want to love yourself? So here are your homework tasks for this week. First, I want you to take the quiz to find out what your top two love languages are. Now make a list of all the ways that you could love yourself that are aligned with those two languages. Start acting on them. Make time at least weekly to perform at least one act of self-love. I prefer to self-love daily. 
I start trying to incorporate self-love into everyday tasks. Like I said before, when you're moisturizing your body, taking the time to be present and mindful and keep rubbing that cream in until it's completely absorbed by your skin. Watch how your entire life changes as you start to truly love yourself. Your relationships with others improve. Your work improves. Your mindset, your fitness, your diet. Literally every part of your life gets better when you put self-love at the center of everything you do. And let me know how you go. So that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Come back next week for another session of Tea and Teachings. Again, I'm your host, Jess Tarunen. Follow me on Instagram at Jess Tarunen for more tips and tricks and updates on new episodes. Happy self-loving. I hope you figure it out for yourself. The best way to love you based on your love languages. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye.